If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Quantum Revenue Expansion podcast. I'm super excited that you're here with us today, and you're going to love our guest, She's kind of the secret sauce behind what's happening with my podcast this year. Michelle Abraham, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ursula. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while because you're up to really cool things behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. And today we're going to talk about how to build a multi-six or seven-figure business off the grid. And I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to share what that means yet, but I, I guarantee for our listeners out there, you're going to want a pen, piece of paper. You're going to want to take some notes from Michelle on how she's been able to create not only incredible businesses, but an amazing life as well. So we will, we'll dive into all of that today. In the meantime, a couple of things. If you haven't yet, go to UrsulaInc.co and grab a seat in the Quantum Revenue Expansion Masterclass. It's three hours, three different sessions, not tons of time. I know all my entrepreneurs are like, well, do I have time for this? Yes, make time for this. Because during the three-part class, I share with you, first of all, how to build your next model month template, whether it's 10,000 a month, 20,000 a month, 80,000 a month or more, and how, like what you need to do to tweak your pricing, your packages, all the things to get there. And then on day two, the second session, we dig more into your mindset, your beliefs around how much you're charging, how much you think you're worth, how much you think you can make. Literally, I had a conversation with someone this morning and they said to me, they said, is 10,000 a month greedy? And I just thought, oh my gosh, come to my next class. So if you feel like, can, is it okay for me to make 10,000 or 20,000 or 100,000 a month? Or you're wondering that, you gotta come to the, the next class or jump into it. And then finally on day three, we talk about how to collapse time, how to get there even faster with team, 
systems, processes, all the things that lift you to the next level. So you can really build the business with the freedom that you were looking for when you started it in the first place, right? Because so many of our entrepreneurs say, I, I started this great business, but now it just feels like a full-time job that I hate, which really ties to what we're going to talk about today. So before we get there though, one other thing, if you haven't yet, leave us a review wherever you love to listen. And after you leave us a review, come back, go to www.ursulainc.co forward slash giveaway. And for anyone who lives, leaves us a review, we say thank you. We have a special gift for you there. You get uh, our my book, One Great Goal, as a download and an audio that goes with it. So I just want to say thank you for that. And there is one more thing. Michelle would be like, well, Ursula, you forgot that other part. For some of you, if you haven't come to the 2X intensive yet and you want to come and like really dig in to take your business to the next level, two days with us. We now have clients because of this podcast, we have clients all over the world. Michelle, this is so exciting. We've had clients from Australia and Switzerland just last week. So if you are even somewhere else in the world, you can still come and play. It's on Zoom. Go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply. Put in a few details there. Send us your information and we'll get you all the details about the next 2X intensive. All right. That's all. The I'm going to be at the next 2X intensive too. So yeah, I don't, I'm from Canada. So yeah, there you go. You got more more countries coming in. Yes, we're <laughs> even more international. I love it. That's right. We're going to have so much fun. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. Woohoo. I can't wait. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. Michelle Abraham is the founder of Amplify You, where they specialize in the done for you podcast services for entrepreneurs with a big vision and a big message like you who want to make a big impact. At Amplify You, they make, market, manage, and monetize podcasts. And they support us with our show, which is why I love my show even more these days because I get to work with Michelle. Michelle and her team have launched and managed well over 200 podcasts in the last three years and manage over 55 shows weekly. Michelle's been mentoring and sharing her passion for podcasters since 2012, back when podcasting was kind of just like not even a thing yet, right? Michelle's podcast, Amplify You, was just voted number 16 of the top 50 moms in podcasting by Podcast Magazine for the second year in a row. Woohoo! Congratulations. And also, um, Business from the Heart awarded her Entrepreneur of the Year. Congratulations. Like, you got to soak that up. I know. And a lot of times, like, Michelle was being all humble. She's like, should I? You don't have to read that whole thing. I'm like, yes, I do. This is amazing (laughs) stuff. This is why I love you. This is why we work with you. And some of these things I did not even know. So Kevin Harrington, the original shark on the hit show TV, the hit TV show Shark Tank says Amplify You is North America's top podcast management company. That's got to be like splashed over your homepage, Michelle. (laughs) I know you're updating your website. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) Something unique about Michelle, this is so fun, is that she doesn't just speak about a freedom lifestyle. She lives off the grid. Remember, that's what today's show is about, how to build a multi-six or seven-figure business off the grid. Michelle lives off the grid on the lake, like I do. I'm just not off the grid, but I'm on the lake and drives her kid to the school bus by boat all while, all while running a hundred percent online business. I love it all. I love it all. Michelle, so many things we're going to talk about today. So again, welcome to the show. And first, like we got to hear your story. How have you been able to grow a successful online business while living off the grid on a lake, having this amazing life where you take your kids to the school bus on a boat? Tell me more. Oh my gosh. Well, 
it's uh it was not my first business so it took it you know it's, it's you know the things with the entrepreneurial journey right so yes. 15 years into the entrepreneurial journey but we had the gift of uh some so the universe really guiding us to where we are today so i'll take you back a couple of years ago where my husband was commuting two or three hours away from from work and i was working as a personal trainer and you know we were kind of crossing paths at the door we had two young kids we bought a house in suburbia my husband was in his job for 17 years and we we're just like we just again it's not exactly our dream this was what they told us we should be doing but this is not really feeling like a dream life to us so um we talked about it talked about it thought well what else we can do we have this summer cabin place that we go to every weekend that we absolutely love and this is like our happy place I'm like why are we waiting for the weekends for our happy place my husband and I figured out a plan that we said hey you know this happy place stays empty nine months of the year so why could we not just move there and luckily enough his family was okay with that so um we talked we still had to talk about it more and more because this meant him living his career of 17 years so uh we were really uh fortunate and the universe uh, gave us a little nudge by flooding our living room one morning so three o'clock in the morning we woke up our living room was flooded we had to move out for six weeks and i thought well this is maybe our chance to kind of test this lifestyle oh so we moved out and while we were out, we we're like, maybe we can sell our house. So in two days, we, our house sold on the market. I said, okay, I guess the universe is really pushing us to go. This was the slap in the butt we needed. So off we went and um, we set up lifestyle on this, um, on this property. So it's eight acres on a lake where we have to park on one side of it and take a boat across the other side. Wi-Fi is a little bit sketchy. So we had to get some extra things in there and towers and things to help boost the Wi-Fi. And I'm finally excited to say that just recently, my husband built me a tiny home on a, a remote on a movable trailer so I can have a recording studio and my own office finally. Wow. <laughs> so now we're set. <laughs> well, congratulations on all of that. Um, okay. I, I want to, we got to peel back a few things here because I'm sure there's a lot of moms and dads who are listening, who are like, we have that happy place. We wish we were there more. Mm-hmm. How did you, I mean, this could have been, you know, you said you and your husband talked about it and then you talked about it some more. <laughs> what was, what was the final factor where you were like, I mean, obviously the house flooded, you sold the house really quickly, but before that, like, how did you get into the mindset of we can totally do this? We can, or maybe you didn't, maybe it was just like, you made the decision. You're like, we're going to ha- like, we're going to have to figure it out. Like, how did you get to that point of finally, like, this is it, we're doing it. That's a really great question because at that moment, as I said, I was a personal trainer. And so I was just starting my podcasting business at that time and it hadn't really like taken off yet. So financially, we weren't really in a position to be able to let his full-time six-figure career go and my like barely making anything personal training career uh, thrive, right? So, and of course, living across the grid, not very conducive to working in a gym and, and helping personal train people. So we really had to step it up with the podcasting business. And it was at that time where, you know, it, like you mentioned earlier, it, no, it was nobody really knew what podcasting was back then. So it was a lot of education. So, but they kept meeting these amazing experts and authors and coaches. And I'm like, you guys, like, this is, this would be a perfect modality for you as I, I found this podcasting thing. So for those that were willing to give it a try, and we started launching their podcast and helping them with managing it. And you know, soon enough, like that business was thriving so well that my husband could let go of his six figure career. So it wasn't a 
automatic, like, yes, this is six figures now and we can let go of it. No, we still were barely under $50,000 a year. We were still just a baby business and just getting going. Um, but we were, were reducing our expenses, selling a house. So we were going to have a little bit of of a cushion there so that was really how we were able to do that because it wasn't it was a bit of a a leap of faith it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't an automatic guarantee everything was going to work out and we did have the blessings of our family to let us stay on the property without you know charging us rent and things like that until we got ourselves together (laughs) so so that was very lucky we had a few things going in our favor but it still took a lot of courage and I think for my husband of 17 years to 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 give up on a no career to then put all his faith in my career in my business <laughs> that nice. was just starting so I commend him for that and we actually had to do a lot of role reversals then he had to be more of the stay-at-home dad then where I was able to uh, continue working and luckily where we live on the lake he was able to pick up a lot of um, he's got a new business where he fixes all the boats on the lake so it worked out actually beautifully <laughs> I guess he's quite busy now too so it's one of those things that didn't happen um that's why we talked about it for so long because it was a big decision and uh, I'm glad we kind of waited for it but I'm also glad the universe gave us that flood and pushed us out (laughs) because otherwise we may still be talking about it today right interesting hindsight's 2020 right like we can look back and see all the things but if you could go back right now to you you know back in 2012 what would you tell yourself I would tell myself, figure out what you want to talk about on a podcast and launch it (laughs) because I did what a lot of our CR, a lot of our clients do is they think about it for too long or they are fearful of hearing their own voice or they're not sure if they, the topic, if anyone's going to listen or uh, they think it's going to take a lot more technology than it does or more money than it does. And oh my gosh, if I could go back and tell myself, just launch that thing and, and, and then just start using your voice. The more you use your voice, the more you start attracting the right audience to you and the more you're refining your message. So I waited almost five years before I launched my own podcast. Meanwhile, I was helping others do theirs. So had I started back in 2012 with my own podcast, it would probably be one of those recognizable ones that you hear everyone uh, talking about these days. I mean, it was around the same time that John Lee Dumas was starting his podcast and Amy Porterfield. So, you know, that's when 2012 was kind of a big year for podcasting. A lot of those shows that are still around today were just getting started. That's so cool. And I recognize those names. So I'm looking at, so I don't even know, tell us about your podcast. What do you talk about on there? Well, why do you care? Like, you know, you took a while to launch, totally get that. Like took me mm-hmm. forever to launch. Like, I didn't launch my podcast till 2017 and everyone was like, you gotta have a podcast. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. The timing was fine. So what, tell us about your show. Yeah. So my show is actually when I figured out that I do love talking about podcasting, I was like, okay, well, I can have a podcast about podcasting. It's okay. And so I have two parts on my podcast. So one is a behind the mic interview where I get to interview all of our podcasters that I love helping them with their show. Then we get to bring them on for an interview and uh, which we could have yours soon coming up on ours, our podcast. And uh, so we get to find out more about what the journey was for them, how they experienced it. What are they doing today? That's their finding is really successful. So that's one part of our, our show is called the behind the mic. And then the other part is, is ask the expert where I bring someone in the podcasting industry or someone in a related industry, like maybe it's a voiceover coach or someone who can help with sound quality. And we talk about all the things that our podcasters can do to make improve their show. 
So it's kind of a two-part process in there, which I love because I get to introduce amazing experts plus amazing shows to our audience. Yeah. Awesome. I know we'll have all that in the show notes. I know your team will get it all in the show notes so people can find you. Absolutely. (laughs) I think it's great. I mean, back in the day, I mean, there were no, there weren't a lot of resources, right? And I think today, today there can be so many. So it's important, I think, to find the people that that you trust, that you can follow and get the information there too. At the end of the day though, for, you know, for anyone who's thinking about having their own podcast, it really, like once you know what you're gonna talk about, the rest starts to work itself out. And most of the time it's, a, not most of the time, like it's in alignment with your brand. It's like what you're already talking about. So it's not not new things. And I think a lot of, you know, we can get stuck in our own way, just like so many things. All right, so <laughs> let's talk money. Let's talk quantum revenue. So thinking about like, you, you know, your husband makes the leap, he becomes more of the, you know, the parent taking care of things at home. He's also starting, you know, he's like, oh, I could fix boats. That's brilliant. Right. And here you are, you know, growing the business. Was there a moment where your annual income became your monthly income or where you had this quantum leap in revenue? And then what did that change for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we did have a moment, uh, actually, just recently, it was in January 2021, where my annual revenue last year uh, was just about no, I wasn't last year it was the year before it was about $80,000. And this January, we hit $80,000 in monthly revenue. So for me, that was huge. Because I never thought that would happen. And I, you know, I always thought that I, I would I always wanted to be on track for a million dollars, but that was not in the foreseeable future for the next couple of years. Because right. <laughs> as I was trying to build this business, I'm also raising two young kids and trying to maintain a household. And it just seems like a lot. Right. <laughs> and so when I did hit that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So excited. So yeah, that was a really cool moment this January. So what does that change for you, if anything? It just gives me more faith in, in my business. It gives me more um, you know, faith that what I'm doing is working. Plus also, I actually just started paying more attention to my numbers uh, in the previous month. So I think really tracking the, the numbers, both of what's coming in, and I did a digital detox of what's going out. <laughs> uh, I think both of those things, just having a better um, grasp on it and really actually paying attention to my numbers and, and leads and conversions and things like that has been a game changer for me. That's awesome. And that's a great Mm -hmm. reminder for all of us. So on that note, on this going, turning your annual income into your month or your monthly income into your annual income, what's the biggest myth about money and revenue that you've had to overcome to allow this 80,000 a month to come in? Oh my gosh, that there is enough. <laughs> the minute that I, the minute that I really started believing the, um, you know, my inner voice of like, there is more than enough to go around here. You have everything you need right inside of you. Um, and the second I stopped looking externally for everything <laughs> uh, and validation, then that's when really the, the the numbers started changing. So not having that panic of like, oh my gosh, the end of the month, I got to, you know, start over again or got to start. It's like, the, I'm going to say it's the... Um, the constant like striving for new clients and like feeling like panicked about it. Right. Yes. So once that was gone, there's just been a flood of receiving going on. <laughs> yeah. Two of my favorite words I want to talk about recurring revenue. How important has that been in your business? Let's oh my gosh. <laughs> Most important thing ever. So that is one of the things that I think 
stands stood what I was doing in my previous businesses apart from what I'm doing now. And that's like not having to start at zero at the beginning of the month and building that reoccurring revenue. So for us, our reoccurring revenue is our podcast management. So once we help someone launch a show, that's one investment and then ongoing management, the support is monthly. And so that's been amazing because that really is what's changed the dial in our business. Yeah. We talk a lot about that on the show. I mean, it's, it's not impossible to build a seven figure business without recurring revenue. It's just a lot harder. It's a Mm -hmm. lot harder and it's, it's, and you're not as connected to your clients. So that's a whole other conversation, but I just wanted to point out, um, we talked about it recently with Chaz Wilson as well on the show, just the, like he said, you know, he would never, ever own a business again that didn't have recurring revenue. So just Absolutely. Down. Even every new project we start to bring on, I'm like, how can we do this with recurring revenue? Yeah. <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> so thinking about that, like it sounds like Michelle, there was a time when, you know, 80,000 a month or breaking through to that quote unquote annual seven figures seemed like a way is a way. So what are your top two tips for busting through an income ceiling? So if someone's listening, they're like, man, I've been around 60,000 a month forever and I can't seem to bust through. What would you say to them? Um, I would say the minute I stopped doing a million things and focused on like two things that were working <laughs> uh, and just focus on growing those and continuously doing them. So it's that it's the, it's, it's the small, it's the small changes that are consistent over time that I've seen, I've seen the most results with. So it's that instead of trying to do 10 different programs and five different things and all these different workshops and stuff, we scaled it right back to two programs and that's all we do. And that's what's been really changer, a change of us. Let's talk about that for a second. So I want to make sure everyone heard this. Michelle is saying she simplified her business model and offerings, right? <laughs> and I think as entrepreneurs, we can have this belief that we have to, we have to do it all. We have to be it all or, or the belief that there's not enough. Like if I don't have 10 programs, there's not enough clients. And I agree with you, like that can be mentally taxing. And I've, you know, I've had so many kind of like, event businesses where you're constantly putting, you know, people in seats and we've simplified our model to the nth degree, like just moving out of that. But pivot was the word of 2020. And I feel like simplify is the word of 2021. What do you think about that? I totally agree. Yeah, I didn't. And it's funny because the the pivoting in 2020 didn't really apply to me very much because my business was going like this while everyone was at home. They wanted to talk to their customers so we were we doubled our business in 2020 which was great but 2021 yes simplifying for sure (laughs) is now that we've got more business how do we make it simpler and run smoother and systems and processes has been the number one priority for me over the last 12 months so what would you say to someone michelle who's sitting there going oh my gosh like this is so resonating with me right now we have so many offerings we're chasing chasing all the time right And so if someone's feeling like afraid, because it's really a belief, it's a belief that there's not more available, there's not Mm -hmm. enough clients, what would you say to that client or that entrepreneur right now? Oh my gosh. Um, if you, oh my gosh, if you, <laughs> this, I think this is one I used to run through my head all the time. If you had filled all of those workshops and all those things that you're doing constantly, you would, it would be too crazy. <laughs> you want to have more clients and we raised our prices. So we have more clients, more money coming in and less details and less things all over the place. So it's more streamlined, but more revenue. So that was at the end of the day, what was really important for us is that 
we stop doing all the crazy extra things <laughs> that we're really bringing a hundred dollars here, a hundred dollars. We're doing all these workshops and things that were not, not necessary. Right. <laughs> and, so, and so just that less, yeah, less doing less and making more was important. Oh, let's hashtag that do less <laughs> more. And I think people, you know, entrepreneurs can get frustrated with that when they hear it. Cause I used to hear it all the time. I'd be like, yeah, but what does that really mean? And I think you've broken it down to just, it's like fill less buckets, make more and keep, mm-hmm. fo- keep when you, this is really about energy too, right? When you have that mm-hmm. focused energy, it's so much easier to move people through your programs or through your services. Yeah. Like in my own company, you know, there, we do have digital sales camp now, and then we have the two X intensive. But when, when I think about my day, when I think about where I'm spending my time, and this kind of goes to Gary Keller's book, the one thing, which mm-hmm. is different than my book, one great goal, which by the way, I wrote that long before the one thing, just side note. Anyway, but I do <laughs> love Gary's focus because his is really about marketing, right? Or really like, what's that one thing that moves your business forward every single day. And I talked about it on the show with Jill McNamee, who's in real estate. And it's, this is what you're talking about. It's like, you know, what are the key things? And, and you said two, th- I think you said two things, Michelle, right? Like, what are the two things you started focusing on? Is it doing two things? Like what, when you said that, what'd you mean? Yeah. So having two programs. So two programs. We, okay. yeah, so we have a launching program and then we have a management program. So those are the only two things that we're doing. Um, but what was important about that actually is that our launching program, we actually recognize that we have two different streams of it. We have people who have launched their podcasts. This is kind of what you did as well. You launched your podcast, but it was no longer serving you. Your business has changed or things were changing. So now it was more of a relaunch. So now we have, instead of having a whole other program, we just have the same program, just a different stream of it and different, different entry point. Um, So that was really important that same program, different entry point, just positioning it a little bit differently and, but yet keeping the back end still the same on how we ran it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So many things I want to talk about. Um, but really, yeah. Simplifying it to programs, really getting it focused, that focused intention. So now, so let's talk a little bit about energy. You've talked about the universe a little mm-hmm. bit, leaning into that. I know a lot of your podcasters, um, you know, kind of are into quantum physics or metaphysics. Do you, Michelle, believe it's possible to stay in a new energy frequency once you get there? For example, once you're, you're at 80,000 a month, like, what does it take to stay there? Can you keep growing beyond that? Like, what would you have to say about that? Yeah, I think it's possible to keep growing beyond that for sure. And I think just keeping knowing that you have everything that you need inside you ready to go, like there's, there is nothing else that you need. Um, that's going to help if, if I can keep grounded in that, that's going to keep my energy at the level that it needs to be at instead of going back to like, okay, well, I need to buy this course or I need to hire this person or I need to do this. Like, you know, know that you have support, you have a team, you have, and you have, and you just go, go with what you have. <laughs> Don't start looking for more or doing more. Um, I think one of my, the biggest things that I've learned this year is to um, reset, slow down, slow down <laughs> to move ahead. So yeah. by slowing down, I'm able to um, focus inward and also uh, keep at that energy level. Yeah. Got it. Really. And trusting what you know. So don't be out there like mm-hmm. thinking I need 500 more courses or I need this certification or I need to do this before I can do this, or I have to know this before I can launch my podcast or whatever it is. Like don't make up stories that aren't potentially true or really question the stories that, that you tell yourself. So, uh, so many things, Michelle. Oh, I know what I want to ask you about. Like on that note, mm-hmm. 
you ta you've talked about simplifying the business. You've talked about systems and process, you know, lots of my favorite words, because what you're really talking about is how to scale a business, right? And mm -hmm. the freedom that can come with that. So, <laughs> and this is not a scripted question. So I'm really curious no. about where we're going to go with this. What does it mean to you to build a freedom lifestyle? How do you know you have freedom? How much do you like to work or not work per week? You know, do you take time? Like, what does that freedom lifestyle mean to you? Oh my gosh, this is an amazing question because um, freedom is why I went into entrepreneurship. When I got into entrepreneurship, freedom is not what I had. And so, <laughs> you know, like you said earlier in this the show, like, you know, you really found yourself, bought yourself a great job or, you know, you yeah. found, I, like, I had a fitness studio. I felt like I was in jail. So I was like, I had to be at this place 18 hours a day. No, that is not why I did this. So now finally, I feel like I'm in a business that has the flexibility. I have the team that can help support. So yesterday we had a massive heat wave here. I could not work during the day, not a problem. Nothing missed the beat, not, not a big deal. There was nothing that changed on my schedule. So for me, that's freedom. So instead I got to spend all day in the lake with the kids. So that was really, that's why I do this business. So I can spend more time with my family. We can pick up and go somewhere. You know, we can spend the day in the lake if that's what we want to do. Um, and that's freedom to me. So uh, it hasn't always been that way, but it's gotten to the be that's with the systems and the processes and they're really working and the slowing down to move ahead this year. That's where we've gotten to, which is amazing. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. To have the choice to be able to spend your time however you want to, whenever you want to, totally. from wherever you want to, especially now. Yeah. And so Michelle, so we've said the, the word system and process, and I don't have a lot of people on the show. I don't feel like who love systems and process as much as I think you do, <laughs> or at least implementing them. Right. And then being like, okay, set it. And like, I can go live my life. So anything else you want to share about scaling your business or creating systems and process that give you the freedom that you want? Cause I think a lot of our clients desire that, mm -hmm. but they heard the, hear the word process and they're like, what does that even mean? Or they hear the word system and they can get like, I don't, I don't even know. So any advice for them on how to build systems and process so they can get freedom? Yeah. Even, I mean, even with a lot of my spiritual clients too, with that, that and myself included, that word makes me want to run, to be honest. I do like it now, <laughs> but at the first, you know, the systems and processes made me feel like it was opposite of the freedom I wanted this is why I went into this business, but I learned that I need the system and processes in order to have the freedom in order to enjoy my business. So going back to how I've implemented that in my business, that's having a team in place and that's having a team who I treat extremely well and have like love on them and they just do an amazing job. And so um, with, has, with the team and with uh, a system that they follow, um, we've been able to create that freedom for all of us because they're not, <laughs> they're not scattered everywhere. They're, they're pretty organized as well. So keeping everyone organized has been, has been awesome. And for me, that's so not, so not in my genes, <laughs> that, that organization and system stuff, but it's been such a blessing. It's allowed me to live my dreams of the freedom. So would you say that attracting key team members who can create systems and processes for you has been critical to your growth? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So one of the big things that we did this year is I've hired, actually hired my brother. He was originally part of our business, but he went on to teach kids entrepreneurship for a little while, but he's yeah. since come back and he uh, is our project manager and he's really great at taking my idea, turning it into a system and then helping our team implement it. So that's been key for me because I'm a visionary not so much of the systems person, but I do love a system that does work that allows me the freedom. So it <laughs> works for one system or process or something that he's put into place with your vision. That's like really serving your company. 
Yeah, our, um, <laughs> our, because we have reoccurring revenue and we have people coming in every month, it was almost impossible to keep track of our CRM. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have, we're using Dubsado right now. And that's been really important. That's been one, a big, big goal that he sent. So now everyone gets a, an email coming in asking them all about uh, themselves and their, how they like to be communicated with all those great things that goes into the, into the system. And then we can communicate really easily through there. And you're, it's called, what is it called? It's called Dubsado. Okay. You mm -hmm. might have to put that in the show notes because people mm -hmm. will be wondering about that. And so, and so that's just a great example of, of seeing a challenge and then creating a system or process to fix that. Cause that's where the systems and processes come from, right? Like we have, a, something's not working. Whenever I find like I'm spending too much time doing something or something frustrates me, I go to my team and it's like, what? what's missing here? Like we need a system or a process or something, or we need to delete this and not do it all because it's driving us all crazy. So, all right. As we wrap up couple like final say, um, best piece of advice. You've given so much great advice today, but your best piece of advice for any CEO who wants to turn their annual income into their monthly income. Oh my gosh. I would say have faith, believe that it's going to happen. And, you know, I always had that knowing it was, I didn't know the how. And so once I let go of the how, um, the, the knowing took over and the receiving and allowing it to happen, um, really helped. So I know that's not super specific for the people who want some step-by-step -step things, but for me, that was the biggest thing. It was just letting go of the outcome, um, and enjoying the process and enjoying the work. And actually, um, when I actually picked the lane at first, we were doing all sorts of things. We were helping people launch their podcasts, do online courses and publish books. And once we dropped the other two things and picked our lane so that I knew, so I could be known for the podcast person and <laughs> being the podcast person, that's when our business really took off. And it was a friend that said to me, she's like, you know, I love you. And I know you're really good at what you do, but I have no idea what you do. And I was like, oh, she doesn't know what I do. That's a, not a good thing. Right? So getting back to what do you want to be known for? What's that one thing that you do? <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then go out there and do it and just do it on repeat and, uh, and things will happen. Yeah, that's great. I think that's, that's great advice. So to really simplify what you're known for. So people understand your brand, they know what you're doing and that's what they're coming to you for. And also letting go of the outcomes and, and the how, but I want to clarify when you say letting go of the outcomes, you still had, you, you still knew you wanted, you had a revenue goal of reaching seven mm -hmm. figures or whatever, right? You still had a revenue goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what, what I meant by letting go of the outcomes was letting go of the voices that like, you can't do this, or you're not good enough, or you don't, you haven't been doing business long enough, or this is not for you. Those voices and those, uh, those outcomes that could not be the right outcome. Yeah. <laughs> letting go of all those, <laughs> then allowing space for what's possible. I love that. And one other clarification, you said letting go of the how, which we talk a lot about on the show. Like I, we talk about, we talk about Dan Sullivan's book, who not how, which I love my favorite book of 2020 of really letting in the who not having to figure out how all the time but how does that how does that show up for you how do you let go of the how and do do ideas drop in does your team come to you like how do you let go of the how but still keep walking in your business yeah so ideas come in things like you know we want we're 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 wanting to put into place a membership site right now and it's like i have the idea for it I don't know how it's going to happen. <laughs> Got my team on board. They're going to figure out how it's going to happen. I'm going to tell them what I envision. And yeah. then we're going to work together like that. I would say hire people 
who are really good at what you're not good at. <laughs> yeah. For me, that's the system implement. It's the implementation of the systems. And yeah. so that was a key game changer for me, hiring someone that was good at implementing those systems. Yeah, ditto, me too. Like, I think most of us CEOs were like, let's do this. <laughs> we have no idea how we would make that happen. Like, let's yeah. do it. I got it. So surround yourself with those people who can get it done. Beautiful. Well, Absolutely. I- I've enjoyed our conversation today. Love having you here. I know you have some, you have a free gift for our listeners. And also I'd love to know how they can find you. Where do you hang out? How can they connect with you? For sure. Yeah. So one of the best places um, for you to find us is at my podcast coach, which is a Facebook group where we do lots of live trainings, free trainings in there. Plus we will put up there every other week. We do a podcasters connect and collaborate call where if you're looking for guests, or you're looking for podcasts to be on, come on over one o'clock on Wednesdays. We do that every other week. So that will all be in the, in the Facebook group, my podcast coach. And then our free gift is that we want to get you as much free training as you can. So we've got some really cool um, trainings in our uh, vault. So it's called my podcast toolkit. So it's called, sorry, podcast toolkit. So you'll find that at bit.ly forward slash podcast toolkit. And in there, you'll find things like, you know, how to do um, NLP training with your, uh, for your intro and outro. So using a little NLP to help attract the right audience to your show, you'll find really cool things about, um, like how to create amazing Canva designs for your social media, lots of different trainings and all sorts of different aspects of podcasting. So exciting. All right. So this will be in the show notes. I didn't even know that my So people can go there to get connected either to be on shows. So I'm going to let my clients know about that as well. And then definitely get the podcast toolkit. If this is something you've been thinking about, Michelle, it's been awesome, you know, working with you behind the scenes on my podcast mm-hmm. and for your inspiration and just for your kindness. Like you are one of those people who you just, you always show up the same with this, like your heart shows up first. And I just know you really care about your clients and the people who are around you. So I'm just really grateful to know you and thank you that just for everything you've done for us. Oh, I can say the exact same thing about you, Ursula. I love working with you. And I think this is so awesome. And I'm so excited for the two X intensive coming up too. So yay. We can't wait to have you. So thanks again for being here and to our listeners all over the world. Thank you for coming to hang out at the quantum revenue expansion podcast definitely join the facebook group quantum revenue expansion there's lots of lots of free downloads and things every single week in there i every week i do a little video in there too to give you some inspiration or some tips on how to grow your revenue and there's lots of people to network with we actually do on tuesdays you can um tell everybody what you're up to in your business so there's some marketing for you as well as well as some networking so come and join us there that's it for this week we'll see you next week bye for now Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.